Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we run our blog, trending news topics in the vegan community, and what's whatever's kind of piquing our interest that week. So this week we're going to be talking about whether we are vegan enough. Are we doing enough to be considered vegan? Are we good vegans? But first, roll the intro. This is Plant-Based News with Kat and Dev, bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today making news, we have a... Another story about Tim Hortons. (laughs) Welcome to our Canadian podcast. Apparently, every week we have news stories about Tim Hortons. I mean, this isn't much of an update, but it's notable. So, Tim Hortons launched a new innovation cafe, as they're calling it. Which, I'm just going to say, I hate. Okay. It's Tim Hortons. I'm not there for, like, fancy. It's Tim Hortons. They want it to be, like, a destination for Canadian tourists and stuff like that apparently okay i've read nothing on it um and it's located on king street kind of like the heart of downtown like right in the city and it's supposed to have like specialty coffee items and and it looks a lot fancier than most tim hortons than all tim hortons do (laughs) yeah i think it's more of like an attraction than a restaurant kind of thing like it's it's like a a novelty (laughs) Yeah, yeah exactly but the interesting factor that we wanted to talk about was that they have soy milk almond milk and oh oat milk at this location they're testing it to see if it's popular or not that's how about how about we just you know get the soy milk in all locations yeah like <laughs> i like to me ha- them having it there means they realize that people want it and that it's a new innovative thing to do yeah. which is confusing how they don't have it at all their locations yet and i i'm sorry but like soy milk is not that new and innovative anymore you're it's disappearing behind. actually <laughs> yeah i mean they do say you know we have soy milk at some select locations yeah. which still doesn't Why? make sense i don't get it yeah and it's like i feel like plant-based milk has a longer shelf life than regular milk mm. so it's not like there's gonna be that much waste guys come on and i i don't think that testing at a single location that is supposed to be a novelty thing is gonna give you a good sense of like how popular these it, things are. i mean i don't know if it's a test or not but they're calling it a, is it te- a test oh okay i, I don't didn't know. know that's what they were calling it but uh that's our story on tim hortons today i don't want to give them any more airtime because we talk <laughs> about the same thing every week soy milk tim i want hortons. it i want we know you're listening i want that vegan Put ice cap soy milk in all your locations make it mandatory i don't know if like i don't know if it's one of those where it's like up to the franchise owner which i assume Maybe it, is, it is yeah if if it's not across all of them yeah but like make it mandatory like i don't understand why it's not i'm so confused also get a vegan donut (laughs) oh man yeah and so we're gonna move right along so we don't you know broken record over here talking about tim hortons and soy milk our next news item is more positive um because baskin robbins announced this week that they are introducing two new vegan ice cream flavors across the united states yeah yeah the biggest thing i think is that it's in their stores do they like sell Baskin Robbins in grocery stores? I don't think so. Okay, never At mind. Then that's the only thing. Definitely not do. in Canada. Yeah. Um. So they've had like ices and sorbets before, yeah. but this is more like them it's going like into the actual ice cream. plant-based ice cream. Mm-hmm. And they're they have a non-dairy chocolate chip cookie dough. Yes. 
and a wait what is it? chocolate extreme both chocolate yeah very chocolate um, focused and the ingredients include coconut oil and almond butter to make them creamy delicious sounding so they're not nut free yeah but it looks like one of them is gluten-free Ooh, yeah that's nice yeah that's and nice. i gotta say like ice cream in french in like um mainstream ice cream parlors mm-hmm. are they still called that yeah um is still hard to find like you can find so much ice cream in grocery stores yeah but not when you go out no i agree and it's even like if like it's just nice to know that people will be seeing vegan options even if they're not vegan mm-hmm. just regularly at their thing and be like oh there was a vegan option here I could have gotten, yeah. you know, if I was vegan, whatever. Um, but I will say, like, I'm not really mad that it's not in Canada because I don't know where the nearest Baskin Robbins is. So I'm not mad about it that it's not in Canada at all. I think there's one in the mall where I live. Yeah. But. I feel like there at least used to be one. I don't know if it's yeah. still there or not. But I don't know. I'm, I I honestly don't know where the nearest Baskin Robbins is. Well, we got to get more vegan ice cream. Yeah. Although I will say I'm going to make a notable mention and I know that this might not apply to a lot of listeners because Nature's Nature's thing. Emporium is a store. It's kind of like a Whole Foods, but they only have two or three locations, yeah. I think. Just in the GTA. Um, and I learned today that they now have vegan soft serve available in vanilla and chocolate or swirl. Yeah. Same with Mabel's Bakery. I don't know if it's called a bakery or not. Mabel's mm-hmm. something. Um, they have oat milk soft serve now, which is crazy. Oh, so fancy. And they only have very few locations in Toronto too, so. Now I haven't tried the soft serve yet, but I'm probably going to go tonight and try it because I discovered it this morning and I got real excited, but I didn't want to have soft serve for breakfast. (laughs) Oh my God. Enough about this whole breakfast foods. You can have soft serve whenever (laughs) you want to have soft serve. I know, but I didn't want it. Okay. Is that okay? I don't, I think you did want it. I didn't. I think you just were like clouded by the breakfast guidelines. Okay, this is for another podcast. This is for another time. Yeah. So the last one was from a couple days ago. And the title of it is the FDA has finally approved the Impossible Burger to be sold in grocery stores. I didn't realize that this was an issue. I knew they couldn't sell in grocery stores. I didn't necessarily know the exact reasons. Okay. But I knew they couldn't sell in grocery stores. It's it's a really weird reason to me. So the FDA was blocking one specific ingredient. It was it's the one that like simulates blood. Oh, it's okay. like a dye. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that simulates the like more look and feel of a burger. Got it. That they have in their things. So the last year, the FDA tentatively approved this ingredient as a safe color additive, but limited its available, limited its availability through only restaurants. Which, if it's okay, why? Like, or if it's if you're hesitant about it, why are you releasing it anywhere? Like, if it's yeah. okay, it's okay. You just release it wherever. I don't understand how there's, like, it's okay, but only for restaurants. <laughs> what? I don't I don't understand. That really doesn't make any sense right? at all. Right? I don't get that at all. So what else are restaurants serving that we can't buy ourselves <laughs> in stores? Now I'm concerned. And I want to know why. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't get it. Maybe they're afraid, like, that regular like everyday people won't cook it properly if it needs to be cooked to a certain temperature or something like that like i don't know i have no idea that makes it sound so sketchy yeah i mean it's just a food dye so i don't really know why but it's been approved now 
which is good this really gets into the whole argument about how like a lot of vegan food can be like especially the mock stuff can be so processed yeah is it actually healthy i mean i mean it's not just spoiler alert yeah and if like the fda is like questioning these ingredients and I mean, I feel like we don't know a lot about the food industry and in that there's probably FDA questioning a lot of ingredients oh, on a lot of things. For sure, because there's so, a lot of stuff that is like chemical and pro- overly processed. Also, spoiler alert, there's a lot of things that are added to your meat, whether you know it or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's approved for grocery stores. I don't know if they've announced whether they're going into any grocery mm-hmm. stores or not yet. I, don't, I think it would have said yeah. if they did, but... It, as of september they're allowed to sell in grocery stores oh uh, okay it'll be interesting to see um which stores they go into and how it compares to the price of beyond meat yeah. and how it does in like the i haven't i don't because it's not in canada yeah. so i have no idea what even like going to a restaurant and buying the impossible burger versus going to the restaurant and buying a beyond burger i feel like beyond's cheaper but i don't know i don't I, i've never even tried the impossible burger have you no i've always been told to try it though yeah. if i get the chance because apparently it's delicious someday Someday we'll try that sketchy FDA stuff. Oh, let's see. I'm on the Impossible Foods website about grocery stores now. Let's see. Um, good news. The Impossible is headed to U.S. grocery stores later this year. Okay. That's all they said. Wow. Great. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Also, bring it to Canada because, like, I think there's a market here. You think? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, great news with Impossible. I like their all these like veggie burger names. Impossible and Beyond. Beyond. <laughs> They're so powerful. Right? I'm inspired. That's it for news. I'm Devin. I'm Catherine. And that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles. Okay, we're going to do our, a little bit of like self-assessment. Are we vegan enough? Yeah. I mean, I think we know where we stand. <laughs> I think everyone knows where we stand on this. But I think it's helpful to bring things up that like random questions that we still get. Yeah. Or we still hear. Not necessarily ne- we get them directly, but we still hear and all that kind of stuff. That like makes you feel like sometimes you might not be a good enough vegan. But like ultimately, I never feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so what kind of triggered this topic? Um, Someone asked me why vegans want things that look like meat, look and taste like meat so bad you should only want tofu and come like, on i mean it's never other vegans questioning this yeah. like i mean some vegans don't want things that look and taste like meat which yeah. is totally fine um but it's never like there's never a lot of like vegans being like why do you want something that tastes like meat it's always non-vegans that's true that are like questioning your morals Ugh, in some way they love to and do i that. don't understand why like i was also like like i was like t- I was asked this directly and I was like, why does it matter? Like, yeah. I was like, I love the taste of meat still. I just don't want to eat it. So if I can eat meat or something that's like meat without hurting an animal, I'm going to do that. And like, they also argued the price. They're like, no one like, because I argued that it was like, it's not necessarily for vegans. It's right. for people who want to transition to veganism. It makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, no one's going to buy like, because the Beyond Burger is so expensive. He's like, no one's going to buy that when you can buy a burger for like however much it is yeah 
I don't know how much it costs to buy an actual burger. I don't know either. I don't know the equivalent cost. And I was like, I was like, but like, it's not supposed to be an everyday purchase. Just like burgers shouldn't be an everyday purchase in regular diets. And like, you could totally make the argument like there are cheaper vegan burgers yeah. and there are cheaper non-vegan burgers. Exactly. And then there's the nicer, more expensive I, I ones that, too. that you splurge like, on for special occasions. I was like, yeah, it's the special occasion burger. Yeah. It's not the burger you eat every day. There are veggie burgers for that if you want to eat a burger every day. Or yeah. Whatever. But yeah, no, this triggered that. And it's like, you like get like, they're like questioning whether you're vegan enough for like liking meat mm-hmm. and they're like i don't i just like i don't get why people question that mm-hmm. like do you want to eat tofu no that's why we have make things that look like meat that's yeah. exactly the reason because you don't want to eat tofu because <laughs> then they're like well if you like meat so much why don't you just eat it like really why are you doing this you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean because i'll say all the time i'm like oh chicken wings am i right am i right <laughs> And then they're like, what? What's wrong with you? I'm like, what? I know they taste good, but I want the chicken to be alive. Yeah, yeah really. So, like, I just, like, that question bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't understand. Oh, and we got into, we started talking about um, uh, Arby's Meatables, too. Oh, yes. And I was, like, like, I was talking about how ridiculous it was. He's like, but, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, wait, if you're going to argue that vegetables can be meat or whatever, then mm-hmm. what's wrong with Arby's doing that? I was like... Because they're not trying to make a carrot that tastes and has the texture of carrot. They made turkey and put it, covered it in carrot powder. Mm-hmm. That's not how plant-based food works. No, that's not how any food works. Like, who <laughs> wants to eat that? Like, I was like, th- I was like, the vegan plant-based or the plant-based meats are trying to offer a similar experience while offering it just plant-based. Yeah. Like, they're trying to get the texture and the flavor and hopefully the nutrients or whatever right. Yeah. But just sous viding a turkey and putting carrot powder on it doesn't make it like that's not the same thing mm-hmm. also like using the ingredient in your thing that you're trying to mimic doesn't really work yeah <laughs> and like the whole idea of veganism isn't to be like meat is disgusting yeah. it's like oh meat like the flavor and the texture of meat is good but what has to happen for meat to be eaten is not good. Yeah. So let's eliminate the thing that's not good and still get the other things. And then everybody wins. Yeah. So it's like, have you, like, has anyone ever asked you that? Like, the why it has to look like meat and feel like meat? Yeah. Like, I just, like, it's the one question I don't understand. Like, I get everything else. Like, as annoying as it is, where do you get your protein? I get that Mm because we just don't have the, like, background knowledge to know that. Like, a lot of people don't realize that there's protein in things other than meat. Mm -hmm. But, like... I just don't get that question. I think people are kind of just more surprised when you're not like grossed out by like the smell or the look yeah. of meat or like they're like, I'm going to eat this meat thing in front of you. Is that okay? Or like if I walk into a room, I'm like, oh, that smells so good. <laughs> They'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, it's okay. Enjoy. I yeah. I like that too. I just like the plant-based alternative. I that. literally, I, I think I, I walked out of the mall yesterday and I smelled it's like, oh my God, it smells like fried chicken. It smells so good. Oh, yes. <laughs> It's just like, I don't know. I just like that question to me is just so silly. And if you can't see why, mm-hmm. it's even sillier to me. Just like open your mind a little bit. I know. It's like, I don't know, it just bothers me. But I mean, we talk about this a lot and a lot of people are just exposed to like this other version of veganism yeah. that is all about like closed minded and yeah. like. Oh, meat is murder. You can't yeah. Do this. I mean. Like the extreme yeah. version. And we are not <laughs> extreme. Hello, we are kind people. Hello, I I accidentally probably ate mayo this week. Hello, I don't care what you eat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it's that whole like 
are you vegan enough? Like, mm-hmm. I, I get defensive when people, like, they obviously weren't being like, oh, you're not vegan enough because you want this burger mm-hmm. that tastes and look like meat. And I don't think they were trying to say that either. But, like, the questions that, like, imply that, like, it's, you get so defensive with that kind of stuff. You're mm-hmm. like, I just don't understand. Like, first of all, hey, you're not vegan. What does it matter how vegan I am, then? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's true. <laughs> You can't be the vegan police when you're not vegan. Right? And I don't we, think there should be vegan en- police. We have enough of those in the vegan community. We yeah. don't need more. <laughs> they would be after me all the time. Oh, my God. I don't know if I could handle it. Like, I wonder if I had one of those, like, really strict people in my life. Yeah. I don't know if I could be vegan. Like, I would feel like I'm never good enough. Yeah. It would be so hard. I feel like my two favorite things to do, like, as a vegan are to challenge people's, like, what they think I'm going to be yeah. like as a vegan. So like when I don't care that I ate something that had mayo in it, it's like, oh, well. And everyone's like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> when was the last time you had mayo? I was like, no. Like, are you going to be okay? Guys, it's fine. Veganism is not about being perfect. It's about making yeah. the choice to be as vegan as you can every day. This is an accident. I'm not going to throw this yeah. food out. That's um, just wasteful. So I love challenging that. Yeah. And I love challenging just like they think the vegan food tastes bad. Yeah. So I just make something that re- tastes really good. And they're like, mm. oh okay like that's my favorite kind of vegan to be me too i agree that's why i like you (laughs) (laughs) what was the other thing that's we were talking about something else too we were talking about that we don't try to convince other people to be vegan yeah does that make us bad vegans yeah oh yeah does that make us bad vegans because we aren't actively like promoting the lifestyle everywhere we go and like this is the thing that the thing that i hate most about Mm -hmm. this whole movement yeah is that all of a sudden you become vegan and you're expected to be like this person who just wants to preach veganism to everybody Mm -hmm. and i just like don't understand (laughs) like it makes me feel like like veganism is a cult and once you're in it you gotta be fully in. you don't get this many people signed up by by the end of the year we're gonna have to cancel your membership (laughs) it's in the contract i'm sorry (laughs) i didn't sign anything (laughs) Or I signed with my left hand. It doesn't count. <laughs> so, like, there's just all these, like, little things that, like, they're designed to make you feel like you're not doing enough mm-hmm. that are really shitty. Yeah. Like, I have no interest in telling people, like, you should definitely do this. I'm more like, try this food. This is good food. Yeah. like End of why, discussion. I want food to just be food again. Yeah. Not food to be this activism platform and, like, yeah. all this stuff. I just want to enjoy food, share good food, whether it's vegan or not and that that's all i want food to be Mm -hmm. a place where like like food was something that i feel like created a culture less Mm -hmm. a cult or a religion or whatever you want to call this because i think veganism is more on the side no i don't want to call veganism a cult that's i'm a part of this i don't want to be associated with a cult (laughs) but it's more on the side of like religion where like you have a certain set of morals and all that kind of stuff and like culture is a lot different than that so like I miss when food was just a part of culture mm-hmm. and a part of like you bring people together and have food together and share food and it's not this like activism platform. Yeah. I, I don't know. Sometimes I worry that like does it make me a hypocrite that I'm like I believe in veganism and I I feel like it's right yeah. for me because I don't want the animals yeah. to be hurt. But at the same time, like I'm not going to tell anybody that they need to be vegan. Yeah. I'm just going to tell them you should try this food. This yeah. is really good food. Yo, you should start incorporating this because it's really good food. Yeah. Do you think that you would eat this? <laughs> this is like kind of like 
satisfy that craving of regular food yeah that's all i want yeah no i know me too and i just like i hate this like whole the pressure of being vegan is worse than actually being vegan and after actually after our conversation with tori and like Mm -hmm. her talking about how she's gonna raise her kids vegan and everything and i was like am i gonna raise my kids vegan it all depends on your partner right i think so but that's also i think that's the hardest thing thinking about that stuff because you've had non-vegan partners yeah and like the chances are you'll probably have a non-vegan partner yeah. again because there's a lot more non-vegans than vegans out there and Slim we don't need pickings. to limit our pool. Nope. So chances are you'll end up with a non-vegan partner. Whether they go vegan or not, they're going to start off non-vegan. Mm-hmm. That's like the... Because like you believe in it and obviously you want to do that for your kid too, but like they might not fully believe in it. And like it's also at the point where they're like, yeah, it's okay. Then you're like, why aren't you doing it if you want to feed your kid that? Exactly. <laughs> and if I'm like, you know, it's okay if our kid's not vegan. Is it like, if I believe that it's good for me, why am I not doing it for my kid? Yeah. But then I also, I don't know. I think I kind of got to the place where I was like, in the household, it's probably going to be vegan because yeah. if it's going to be me cooking and me doing the shopping, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be good at cooking meat <laughs> yeah, really. at all. Maybe yeah. I could cook eggs, but it's probably going to be mostly vegan at home. If the kid goes to a party or at school and has like somebody else's food that isn't vegan, am I going to be mad about that? Yeah. Probably not. Like, and that probably, I, I feel think, like that makes me a bad vegan. Yeah, I think the the point, like, I think the, also the line is where, like, if they go to someone's house and have something non-vegan, it happens, whatever. Yeah. But also, are you going to tell other parents that they're vegan or are you just going to accept whatever they give your kid is I don't, fine? I don't know. Because, like, I think that's a different thing, right? Where it's like, if you're sending your kid to a party or whatever it is, and then you told them beforehand being like hey um or like even if it just can you try and like if you can avoid dairy and this stuff Mm -hmm. whatever that's awesome thank Mm -hmm. you or send them with something and it accidentally happens still whatever it happens it happens to us too but like is willingly is knowingly sending your kid to a non-vegan thing and just being like yeah go eat whatever you want is that bad i don't know (laughs) because like right now i don't think i would care yeah and i feel like that makes me a huge hypocrite and a terrible vegan yeah but at the same time like my if my partner isn't vegan and my kid's not old enough to say to which, decide for yeah which they would prefer to do yeah. then they're gonna get a little bit of both yeah and i'm okay with that and this I, honestly like I, we've kind of morphed into parenting now yeah but like this is something i think about all the time because mm-hmm. i have a significant other who isn't vegan yeah and who has no no issues with veganism eats mostly vegan at home but like like i wonder if like when we get to that point yeah like there's definitely obviously it's gonna cause fights there's no doubt about it but like it's so weird because like i feel like i feel passionately enough that where i would want my kid to be fully vegan especially since i believe in it for myself but like i don't know it's so it's so weird to even think about that i know but i'm actually surprised that i got to this mindset where i was like I don't know if I'm, how much I'm going to care about my kid being vegan or not. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly, I think, I think when, like, when it's my decisions raising kids, like, when they can't tell me what they want to eat and what they don't want to eat, I feel like what I thought about doing is mostly vegan, almost always vegan, still introducing some things here and there so that they don't develop any like intolerances in case they don't want to be vegan later oh actually that's a good point i didn't even think of that it's that's the thing right because like what if you decide like 
I don't know. How old is your kid when they can decide what they want to eat? I don't know how old a kid is when they can decide what they want to eat or not. Whatever. I'm not a parent. But, like, if you've decided to raise your kid vegan before they can tell you otherwise, and then all of a sudden they get to the point where they're like, no, I want this instead. What if they haven't had dairy for the first two years of their lives? What if all of a sudden they can't have dairy? Mm. And that's the thing that, like... Am I bad for wanting my kid to be able to eat dairy if he wants to or she wants to or whatever it is, like, by feeding them little bits of dairy here and there? I don't think that's bad. I Like, this is, it's such a moral debate. It sucks. Yeah. I hate that veganism has been tied to morals because it just makes me so yeah. stressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know because, like, intolerance is such a big thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, even with allergies, people tell, like, if you're not born with certain allergies, doctors will tell them to introduce uh, common allergies to their kids early yeah so that they don't develop the allergies later because a lot of kids develop allergies right. when they're developing right so like all that kind of stuff like dairy is a very common allergy now yeah. like like especially like a sensitivity yeah to, yeah and like do i want to like especially like i feel like even meat like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like a lot of people can't digest meat properly but that's just a thing but like i feel like if you don't give them like little pieces of chicken within the first like couple years of their life i mean i don't even know when they can eat chicken that, that I could don't be know totally anything. wrong <laughs> but like i feel like like are you just setting them up to not be able to have the choice later yeah if their body can't even develop it like i don't know how human bodies work me neither <laughs> but i honestly had not considered that side at all right and like that's that's the part of it that worries me the most is that like if we agree to be like none of this for the first two years of their life and then when they can decide what they want to eat and when we can explain the choices or whatever if they decide the other that's fine mm-hmm. my biggest fear is that like what if i because i fed them this way from the start from fresh baby yeah. like even in the womb because you're vegan during pregnancy yeah. what if because i did that i didn't really give them a choice because their body can't digest meat or yeah. dairy or whatever it is wild i think it's some so people difficult. would be like well, that's okay. I want my kid to not be able yeah. to eat that stuff anyways. I don't know. It's but, just so hard. Like, I want my kid to have a choice in how they live their life. Yeah. Especially if, like, one of their parents isn't vegan. Yeah. And they're going to be like, it's not fair. Like, yeah. dad, dad can eat this. It would be, like, to me, like, this. two different par- parents that are two different religions. Yeah. And, like, being like, we'll raise our kid Christian for the first two years. And they get so used to that that they're basically their only choice is to be Christian. Yeah. Unless they decide to, like convert completely whatever like i feel like it's in the vein of that a little bit like if you have two different religions and you want your kid to decide which one Mm -hmm. you would celebrate both or you would celebrate neither whatever it is so like i don't it's so like there's so many questions about children we need tori back but like if we feel already feel like we're maybe not great vegans now and then when you bring like kids into it it, and then there's like this extra level of guilt because there's already like so much judgment around parenting yeah right and then there's even the thing of like you're hosting your kid's birthday are you like are you just feeding every kid vegan food yeah which i assume most vegans would say yes yeah but like i feel like there's also probably parents that would have issues with that probably depends how like weird the food is <laughs> here's their kale salad two-year-old child <laughs> yeah gross <laughs> i'm not even gonna no give kid that wants that to the adults yeah and like the whole idea of like unnatural because there's a lot of vegan processed food is not <laughs> very natural mm-hmm. or like very unhealthy. I mean, same with non-vegan food, but like, I don't know. People seem squirmish more when 
it's yeah. like that fake meat stuff they're like but it's fake meat there's probably like chemicals and yeah. everything and i was like there's chemicals in your meat too yeah whatever yeah <laughs> so like that whole idea of like in gmos and all that stuff, there's so many things i, I don't want to be a parent but going back to like does it make us are we damaging veganism by being a little more relaxed yeah relaxed yeah about it or like just wanting people to have choices yeah is that bad i don't know because like i don't think that it's bad but i think a lot of people would make an argument that it is because if we don't believe in it enough to like be Be so serious about it then what kind of message are we sending no i don't know what i'm doing i'm not saying we should change we're perfect (laughs) we are perfect (laughs) i'm just like i feel like we could get a lot of judgment for that i think so too and i think we probably do (laughs) well (laughs) i don't know like there's so many questions i who knew i went vegan before like i wasn't dating anyone at the time no (laughs) definitely didn't uh well i wasn't dating anyone at the time i had no real responsibility Mm -hmm. or anything and like i also was like 20 Mm -hmm. so like you weren't thinking about kids and all the other stuff and all the attachment things on top of it. So like, I just like, I hate that it's gotten so, such like a big part of my life. Like I love it, but I also hate it. It's because we started this blog and this (sighs) brand (laughs) changes everything. Yep. It's just, there's so many things to consider when you're vegan. Yeah. But like at the end end of the day, if you believe in how you're, what like your definition of veganism and what works for you if you believe in that and that works for you people aren't gonna respect that good for them yeah if you're okay with it like if you feel good about it then that should be end of discussion oh my god this is so uplifting yeah you're welcome it's all this like oh my god what are we gonna do to (laughs) just do you well i think we have to believe that i know i mean i don't think we could get this far if we didn't believe that because we're still different than other vegans yeah we are not typical vegans. No. <laughs> and I also, like you said, like, we don't promote people. Like, we don't try to convince people to be yeah. vegan. And even when people are like, because another popular question is like, what do you, so like, what do you eat? And when people just ask <laughs> that, I say, uh, like, food? I don't. I don't know. understand the question. Is this a trick question? Like, stuff? <laughs> and then they're like, where do you get your protein? I'm like, places? <laughs> Like, I never have good answers for it because I just don't know I just, how to talk about food because I, also, I just eat food. I don't really like, like, a lot of people will ask, like, hey, what do I say to this to other vegans? And they have very typical vegan responses, mm-hmm. which I'm not a huge fan of. Like Like, what? the whole, it's very, like, I feel like the responses are very enrooted in activism, which okay. is why I don't like them. Like, it feels like you're judging them when oh, you give okay. me answers, which I don't want anyone to think I'm judging them. Yeah. But like the answer is like where do you get your protein from is like oh where your meat gets its protein from which i feel like is such a judgy way to say plants that's so judgy <laughs> right yeah. because most like cows don't eat meat mm-hmm. cows eat plants yeah. and all this stuff like that's where they get their protein from but like it's just such a judgy way to say it and such a snarky way to say it when you can just educate people and not be a mm-hmm. dick <laughs> like yeah my motto don't be a dick <laughs> how many times have i said that on the so podcast so many times <laughs> So I don't know, like all those like typical responses whenever I see someone like ask, and this is back when I was a part of like vegan groups on Facebook, Mm-mm, mm-hmm. not anymore. Um, but like when I would see that and see those responses, I was like, all oh, these are so snarky. People are just going to think you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> like just educate them or be like, oh, I get it from this. You know, tofu has this many grams of protein or whatever. All this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Broccoli is protein. I eat broccoli a lot. 
Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, why are we having this conversation? Like, where do you get your protein from? How much uh, B12 and iron are you getting? Are you tracking your nutrients? Do you are know you what, what's in your food? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I know that they're just, most of the times they're just curious and it's harmless. Yeah. But it's still such an I awkward just, question I think to it's, answer. I think it's because, like, I think anyone who eats the standard American diet like the whole like whatever the plate dividing is it's the meat, meat centric with, too yeah yeah like whatever that is because they've just it's been drilled into their mind so much that this is the typical yeah. american diet they're just assumed they're fine anyways they're like why i don't need to know where i get my protein from because i'm eating the typical american diet so obviously i'm yeah. getting enough of everything that i need um so i feel like because this like this whole typical american diet mm-hmm. has been so drilled into people's minds that they just no those people don't really think of anything so any change onto the off of that they're like wait what how mm-hmm. are you but how are you getting this what are you doing and then when you go back with those questions they're like i don't need to know because i'm eating what the government tells me to eat mm-hmm. and like if there isn't if the meal isn't kind of like based around the meat or the protein they kind of feel lost or like <laughs> yeah. they didn't have a full meal or a proper yeah. meal but when you're vegan you kind of have like more fun with all these like sides yeah and all together and i mean you get a balanced I feel meal. like most of the time sides are the best part of the meal so heck yeah like both of us agree we would much rather have small portions of a lot of food yeah than one big portion of one food yes <laughs> unless that food's lasagna or pizza <laughs> or pizza <laughs> or donuts <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this is our discussion on if we're good enough vegans. And in conclusion, we might not be, but we're okay with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're sorting through our issues. <laughs> yeah. No, we just, we're, we're at peace with who we are, mm-hmm. living our truth. I'm at peace with where I am on my vegan journey. journey. I think, especially because we have our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. I feel like that helps a lot like i feel like if we didn't have that we were both still vegan and had all these like thoughts i'd be like am i doing enough yeah that's <laughs> i'm true. really doing nothing <laughs> <laughs> but also like i'm kind of just doing it for me i know yeah. i'm doing it for the animals but i'm still kind of just doing it for me i'm not yeah. doing it to make this like, big thing i've i mean i've said this before and it's probably an unpopular opinion but i'm doing what's best for me like I'm happy that the animals are benefiting from it and I would hate if what's best for me didn't benefit animals, but I'm doing what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And like that's how I will live my life. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy with my choices. Yes, we are happy with our choices. Yes, we are. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> okay, well I guess that's going to be it for this episode. That was a good discussion. It went in a lot of directions, it did. but I we're stressed about being parents. Well, clearly, that's not a surprise. I really feel like, in that statement just there, if people are just tuning into this podcast who've never heard <laughs> anything, it kind of sounds like we are planning a family together. Catherine, are we having a family? <laughs> are we having a baby together? Oh, my God. Oh Should we get God. pregnant at the same time oh and have, like, God. TMG babies? <laughs> and then we can compare our vegan kids together. <laughs> oh god think of the content oh my god it would be so great if our kids could grow up with a vegan friend oh so nice (laughs) should we like consult like i don't know i don't have a partner but you have a partner (laughs) which is fine it's fine with it you're a part of our lives now (laughs) okay well anyways that was fun Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. If you want to check out our recipes and videos, our recipes are at twomarketgirls.com and our YouTube channel is called Two Market Girls. 
Follow us on social for all things Two Market Girls <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. We have a Patreon account as well. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know Patreon, it's kind of like a crowdfunding site, but for creators. So you subscribe and you join at a different tier and you get some perks and you help support our work. So go check that out. We'll leave a link in the show notes yeah, or show notes. you can find it on our blog. And that's it. That's all we have for you. Yeah, that's we're, it. We out. We out. We out. You're good enough vegan. You you were good enough. You are good enough no matter what you're doing. You're good Unless enough. Unless you're a murderer. Okay. Not. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a brain fart. <laughs> I just was like that inner monologue where it's like, Catherine, don't do that. It just like didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye.